Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John. Papa, I've had, I've had 40 pizzas in 30 days. <laughs> we were thinking about it. Chris and I were thinking about it. He probably met, he probably had 40 slices. Because he didn't actually have 40 pizzas. Yeah, that was they, a lie. I saw tweets saying, like, the biggest lie in U.S. history was that Papa John's did not eat 40 whole pizzas in 30 days. <laughs> Cardiac More arrest, than... like, 15 in. <laughs> More than one pizza a day. No man, no man should be tasked with that. Uh, that's like ten slices at least a day. You have to have large arteries for that. You got to have a vacuum stomach. <laughs> Fellow passengers, <laughs> this week we decided to watch the Amazon original Fleabag. We, as in. John Barber and Sean Lero, the pilots for the Pilot Guide podcast. Is it starring anybody like important? <laughs> not uh, not I important, mean, but like I mean, yes. I would say I would say the main actress herself is pretty important. She she was she was in she's won many an award. <laughs> she was in um, I saw Amazon said she was a main character in Solo the star wars movie really yeah i didn't i didn't even realize that and i saw that movie let's put some respect on her name phoebe waller bridge the uh heroine of fleabag yes uh she yes it's funny when you say important actors or actresses no there's not anybody that i recognize from anything else granted this is a british television show yeah so it is important to note that we do not consume the entirety of British media the same way that we might American media. So, this no, is true. nobody we recognize, but Phoebe Waller-Bridge, uh, she is a very important actress right now as Excellent she uh, is dominant actress in the, uh, in the award circuit, especially this year and last. But yes, as Sean has introduced, this is a Pilot's Guide podcast where we watch – streaming service original pilot episodes and chit chat about them you know all sorts of streaming services amazon jeff bezos con uh netflix soon to acquire nickelodeon that'll be pretty spicy interesting um hulu you know hulu has live sports uh hulu has disney live plus, sports disney plus that that one with the mandalorian and that's it and that's it uh, <laughs> and uh you know, other ones such as Apple TV, that one that we watched see that one time and never went and back that's to. that's it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They they just haven't reeled us back in. And, uh, you know, other ones coming in the future such as Peacock or, you know. Peacock's going to be an absolute Other boss. ones. We're going to see what we're going to see what happens <laughs> with those. But anyway, yes, we watched Fleabag, the Amazon Prime original television show starring Phoebe Waller-Bridge, as previously mentioned. And it's a it's a it's a comedy. It's a British a dry humor e comedy. That was. um. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain, but kind of tough to explain. Uh, You know, it's about a woman whomst goes by the name fleabag we, nobody, nobody really has called her that no nobody has addressed anybody by name i don't think in this entire except maybe like her ex-boyfriend dad think, <laughs> or dad you know dad um there's there's I think not her really ex-boyfriend's t- name was justin maybe i think 
I might be, I, or something like that. Better you than me. I I, <laughs> I I cared about the acting and didn't have the subtitles on, so I missed any names. How but you I not will not watch it with the subtitles. I just forgot to turn them <laughs> on. If I'm being completely honest. Anyway, a couple of the critical stats. Uh, Fleabag has a 100% Rotten Tomato score, mm. um, 8.7 on IMDb, and has been running for two seasons. Uh, started in july of 2016 and is uh you know really has been released the second season in april of 2019 so there was a large gap i will spoil seasons sure i I think i'm spoiling at least i think liz told me that it is done and that they're not coming out with any more seasons oh so yeah it has touched down yeah as it is neither clear for takeoff or crash landing it has it has died like a peaceful well like it's kind of it's weird I like i kind of when there's only two seasons of a show and it got like the ending that it wanted it's it's kind of weird like why i don't know when i think of a show like i think of like when it when a show wants its own ending it's like more than two seasons like i just envision a show like wanting more than two seasons well here's the thing here's the thing um if i if I recall, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, British television, uh, um, you know, rely on very short series. I, I believe that's that's what they they don't use the word season. They use the word series to describe each season as we would in, in America. And uh, there are only 12 episodes of the show. So if I had to guess, they probably did like a six episode series. And then they were like, yeah, we can go back for more you know, a couple of years down the line, you know, yeah. Peter Muller Bridges is knocking on our door and saying, ah, oh, you know, I'll do a couple more episodes of Fleabag. And, uh, you know, now we have the show that we have completely packaged that could really be, if it were an American show, you know, a one season mini series of 12 episodes and just, you know, book it done game over. But, uh, anyway, now you want to hear something funny. Yes. And it's for good reason that um, Barack Obama had Fleabag on his top 100 shows list. Naturally. Naturally. Barack making a cameo in this show. (laughs) But Um, for all those nasty, nasty reasons. That's so funny. Well, we'll get into that. Uh, How do we... What's our our first segment, Sean? What do we we introduce the audience to first? For our first segment, we'd like to bring in our little f- uh, uh, underwater pal, Kowalski. Give us, give us them character details. Yes. So I have just received the character listing from Kowalski. I've got it in front of me. We've got a uh, you know a fair bit of. <laughs> of uh characters and and funny enough a lot of them you know like fleabag go by you know funny pseudonym type of names to describe who they are you know on the outside not necessarily like they're not necessarily given a name some people do have names yeah and i uh i will address them as such but i'll go from the top down um you know fleabag She's our protagonist. What are, you know, a couple facts about Fleabag that you, you could name off the top of your head? She has a sister that we later meet. Uh, yes. 
she who's named who's named Claire. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't want to give away too much because I'm gonna do that in my minute like segment. Sure, sure. Um, uh, I mean, what can I say about her? She's uh, she's, she's just very like, funny. She yeah, she's really funny. That's her like pretty much character trait that is just like she's like not goth not emo but she's like just i don't know how to put it i don't know i don't know if i would say that she's anywhere even close to that personally but like I, she's she's, she's got dark some sort humor. of style yeah yeah dark, there, that's that's a good yeah. way to put it she's a little dark He's a little dark, and you know, justifiably so, as we'll find out at the yeah. end of the episode, which we'll talk about in our summary. Our uh, the second listed character here, we have arsehole guy. Arsehole guy. Oh my! That's it, what that's what Amazon named him in their mm-hmm. thing. That was funny. <laughs> Fun thing about arsehole guy, he just um doesn't know, come back. Him and, him and Fleabag, they you know, he just um, does butt stuff and. You know, that's it. Leaves. And he's in the first scene. That is that is it. <laughs> that is yep. That establishes Fleabag as uh, struggling in the love department. Yep. Um, next we have, and I, I this is a great name. I didn't know that this is what he referred to. Bus Rodent. <laughs> Talk to me about Bus Rodent and why might his name be Bus Rodent? Bus Rodent because uh, well, him and Fleabag met on the bus. He's got messed up teeth and asked her out on a date asked for her phone number he was really nice very nice guy I can't say i agree what do you mean i thought he was a uh i thought he's a bit of a douchebag how what? <laughs> uh because he was very front with her he, he he came up to her and he was like you will give me your phone number and i will call you and ask you out on a date and it's just like okay right but maybe he was nice because ultimately he doesn't you know, try to pressure her into sleeping with him and she <laughs> walks out yeah, get, because yeah. she says he's weak and soft Very and true. all that good stuff. Um, Next. Couple more characters. Uh, Claire, how about we talk about Claire? What's what's her deal? Claire is Fleabag's rich and possibly anorexic sister. She, yes. F- words by Fleabag herself. Um... She they, looks good in clothes, though. That's, yeah. That's that's her whole thing, I guess. They have an iffy relationship, put it at that. Yes, to say the least. Uh, they often are meeting each other at um, woman feminist speak, speaking events or yeah. whatever. Women speak is what the, the series, I guess, is called. And the tickets uh, for them to go to women speak uh, – were given to them by their dad who is you know affectionately given the name dad that's his <laughs> character name um I'll, I'll i'll talk about dad he's a um dad he's a prick he's a yeah. prick he he's he's awful he slept with their godmother who is now their stepmother um who is also mm, not very nice yeah uh, fleabag refers to her you know, as generously word. as the bad, bad uh, woman word. And, uh, yeah, she's she's awful, too. Uh, so, yep, that's dad and godmother, as she's referred to uh, by her character name. Um, and, you know, a couple more characters to talk about. Uh, her ex-boyfriend, by the way, his name was Harry. I was not even close. He just, uh, 
He walked out on her because of uh, because of Barack Obama. Jail plain and simple. We'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about that. Our forty fourth president himself, you know, came between these two uh, and their loving relationship. Um, and we also have, and I think the last important person to talk about is um, the drunk girl. I mean, what's her deal? Barely. Uh, I, there's not. I don't even know if she's important. She's not important. She's not important, she's really. She's just like a. I thought she was like high off of heroin when we first saw nah, her. Her name is affectionately drunk girl, <laughs> but it was just like a tipsy girl at a bus stop once. Uh, once Fleabag left the bar from. Uh, bus the bus road, yeah. <laughs> uh, just a drunk girl at a bus stop, and Fleabag asked. Well, Fleabag called her a taxi, mm-hmm. and politely escorted her in but before she got in she asked hey uh you want to come home with me and she goes what uh, <laughs> no yeah and she's she like says, what do you mean man or something like that <laughs> oh yeah now she she thinks she mistakes fleabag for a man and that's all funny but uh yeah ultimately the drunk girl is like you seem upset about something which fleabag is very upset about everything yeah um, and this drunk girl has a lot of intuition into um, Fleabag's mental state, but uh, Fleabag won't let her know, considering the fact that uh, she keeps up quite a bit of barriers, which, uh, you know, her true feelings leak out uh, when she directly addresses the audience. This is a breaking the fourth wall show completely. Uh, there are scenes where other characters are there with her and she talks to us but the other characters don't hear what she's saying because it's it's like the point it's kind of like a uh saved by the bell situation where zach will you know address the audience and say here's what's going on next <laughs> or what we're doing and what we're getting into today um but it makes us have a close relationship with this character um and that's what makes a show i think uh very strong input into the history of uh pilot's guide and i'm glad we got a chance to watch it yeah but now that we have talked about the characters at large sean why don't we take our minute lap around the world and do a summary of uh this here amazon original show i am just gonna read right off of my notes because honestly there wasn't too much that happened Uh, surely think i can sum it up it was uh rather cut and dry i will admit um i am setting you up i'm ready to rock whenever you are all right count me down from three three two one let's get it so the show starts off with arsehole guy who is just someone that she met and they had a one night stand and she's having a rough sex life to start off she yep. wants to start her own business, but accidentally flashed the guy that has to look over her paperwork, and mm. that did not go over well. And then she meets with her sister, Claire, and she wants to ask her sister for money, but she just can't bring herself to do it, and well, the money for the loan, and since she doesn't really get along with her, she can't build up the courage. She went on a date with a guy she met on the bus... Got mad at him out of nowhere. 20 seconds. Um, Poor bus rodent. I still can't believe they <laughs> called him that. 
Um, Boss Vern guy, I don't know, got stood up, got mad, left, went to her dad's house at 2 in the morning to tell him that she's losing it pretty much, and that's pretty much it. Uh, I might be forgetting something at the very end of the episode. I gotcha. I will fill that in happily. Yeah, cover me. Alrighty, alrighty. I've got my timer set for myself, and I'm going to hit it right now. Alright, so yes, um, she ha- she owns a coffee shop, or a, t- a little, little cafe, mm. already owns it, and yes, she was trying to get a small loan um, to expand her business, but unfortunately she, yes, flashed the bank loan guy, uh, because she thought she had a shirt on under her sweater, and she was very hot because she ran from the bus station after talking to this rodent man. Um, but she did not have a shirt on. She just had a bra and the guy was like, your sexual advances will not be tolerated. Peace. And she's like, okay. Um, yeah, she's just, she's trying to get money. Her sister is rich, uh, but she ultimately can't ask her sister cause they have a bad, uh, relationship with one another. So yes, she goes to her dad. Her dad tells her absolutely don't go upstairs, goes upstairs, sees her godmother who is painting and uh, notices that her godmother has this uh, apparently yeah. very expensive golden statue of a woman's breasts and upper body down to the thigh. And uh, yeah, her godmother, her stepmother says uh, it's worth thousands of dollars. Um, she's asked if she can take it. If she can take it, uh, godmother says no, of course not. Like laughs at her, and then. Uh, of course, at the end of the show, when she reveals to the taxi driver that the friend who she in who she started the um, coffee shop with died in a biking accident, uh, we realize she has stolen said statue. Boom! And she the camera zooms in on her face. She smiles, and then some sort of rock guitar plays, and Fleabag pops up on the screen. And that is our story. But I would like to explain band if we would i know we both sort of ran over our minute there but you know what it's our show we can do whatever we want let's talk about let's talk about this scene where she's you know addressing her stepmother now her 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 now stepmother she walks up the stairs and she tells the audience yeah you know this uh this woman She's not. Yeah. She's not nice. She's very. She's very mean to uh, Fleabag, and uh, treats her like garbage. Makes uh, snide remarks on her behalf, and is just like some woman artist trying to do whatever. And you know, living with her father. We don't know anything about Fleabag's mother, but um. And she yeah. she kept bringing up like, she kept asking if she was alright. If she, like, needed anything or if she needed help and all this and that. Yeah. And Fleabag was obviously tired of it. Yeah, Fleabag's also very – she's very stubborn in the fact that I don't think she wants to ask for any favors despite actually needing favors very, very bad. Yeah. But uh, she can't can't bring herself to, to, you know, fraternize with the enemy here. This this stepmother is not nice. Yeah. She's, she's, she's very fake on the outside as we see. And yeah, so she's got this, this, uh, golden statue that's like a, a breast down to the thighs and, um, like a small bust kind of, yeah, like a little bust of a bust. And, uh, 
she, you know, talks about her, her stepmother's like, oh, it means, you know, women are able to use their, and then Fleabag stops her and says like their tits to get whatever <laughs> they want. And she's like, uh, really it's their feminine, feminine ways, feminine woes or whatever. And she's like, well, uh, I'm pretty sure this statue means, uh, their tits. And, uh, let me tell you, tits aren't, uh, they're not getting you anywhere these days. Fleabag tells it as it is. She, uh, this is where we very much see, like, she means business. She, she ain't messing around because she has been burned way uh, too many times fun fact you know she i we should talk about we should go back and talk about the scene where she's at this woman's woman's conversation this woman's speech with uh with her sister claire do you can you uh can you expand on that how how that sort of breaks down i think that was one of the strongest scenes in the uh in the show personally yeah claire and fleabag they just like they went to the women's like the feminist speech this old lady was talking and as they were sitting in their seats waiting for the speech to start um it was funny because fleabag went to go take off her coat but then she was like oh shit because she had on a this one red shirt that claire had been looking for for years and assumed it was stolen and um at like afterwards when they left the the speech uh She's like Claire was like, yeah, let me get my red shirt back and Fleabag went home without a shirt. Right. It's really it's really smart. It's really 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 smart the way that so as we mentioned she she steals that statue at the end. Yeah. Like we find out that she stole it because she like stuffed it into her pants or something. Yeah. And just like pulls it out. But yeah, she takes off this red sweater which she gives to her sister and she's wearing like a like a trench coaty jacket which she wears to her date with the bus rodent guy um but we know the audience knows like because we saw in the scene where she's getting her loan and she like takes her sweater off and she's just wearing a bra we're like she is wearing a jacket with only (laughs) a bra under it and you're like i the whole time i'm like is she gonna get called like a streaker or something by accident like she's gonna accidentally open her coat thinking she's got a t-shirt on under it and then like get called out but no, we see when she's in the in the taxi at the end, she's she's having a taxi ride back to her house or whatever, and she takes the statue out of her pants. You're like, oh, there you go. She opens her jacket and she's just you know there with her bra because she took her shirt off because she gave it to her sister because her sister was asking her to give her her sweater back. And it's just like, you know, these these smart little details that you that connect multiple scenes that I think was one of the uh, the stronger aspects of the show um there were a couple there i feel like there's there's one one scene in particular that that made me laugh out loud and you know this the way this show worked um kind of flashback heavy there there were several cutaways like family guy-esque i i meant i i wrote down in my notes cutaways (laughs) to like previous things that happened but talk talk to me about this scene when we see her in her cafe and this guy. Yeah, I was just going to bring get, that up. Go for it. Go for it. it. Like, it honestly was not much. Like, it was just like the camera was in her cafe. She was wearing her apron. And mm-hmm. one guy sat down with his laptop, plugged it in. 
And she asks, can I get you anything? And he's like, no, I'm okay, thank you. And then she just stands there staring at him. And then, like, cuts away, does another scene, I think, and then goes back. Mm-hmm. And then she asks again, are you sure I can't get you anything? And he's like, no, I'm still okay, thank you. And then that was pretty much it, wasn't it? Or did I miss... So the camera, the camera holds on this on this man in her in her cafe. Young guy, young guy pulls out his laptop. I'm assuming she has free Wi-Fi, and that's he's just like mooching yeah. off of her free Wi-Fi. But he takes he takes his laptop out. He's sitting right next to an outlet, plugs his laptop in, and then he takes his phone out, takes his phone charger out, plugs that into the outlet, and then he's got like. I can't even remember what it was. It was like another thing that needed to be charged. <laughs> and he like takes, he's like, uh, it was like a Kindle, or, I don't even know, like an iPad or something. And he like, oh, I'm out of plugs. He takes <laughs> out like an adapter. All the, the whole time, there's like no sound. It's just, it's just, a you know, a dead shot of this guy plugging in things into the electrical outlet but it's so it's so deadpan and he's got like a smile on his face as he does it unplugs the phone charger plugs in the adapter plugs the phone charger into the adapter and the other charger for the other thing into the adapter and then he's got three outlets now and it's just like damn this guy is completely mooching off for 100 percent, and she you know can't even get any business out of this out of this man and it's like damn this is where the, these little things that, you know, over time definitely build up to build her into this character that we see on the screen that is so, you know, it's why she needs a loan. Burn. Yeah, it's why she needs a loan. She needs to expand. Um, but you know, before before we move on to likes and dislikes, do you want? Can we expand a little bit on on this situation as to why she owns this cafe? I don't even know. Did they? Say oh, you didn't know? No, yeah, I don't they, even so know. In that last scene where she's in the in the taxi, she's like talking to the taxi driver, and, and you know the taxi driver's like, uh, you know, what's yeah, up with yeah, you? Yeah. What do you got going on? And she said, oh well, it's a long story. And he's like, oh, I, I would love to listen. You know, shoot. And she's like, you know, well, I opened up a cafe with my friend, and then uh, my friend accidentally killed herself, <laughs> yeah. but like it wasn't on purpose. She was just trying to, like, get herself in the hospital so her boyfriend – and then not let her boyfriend come see her so that she could basically, yeah. like, dunk on him. <laughs> and uh, apparently she walked out in front of a bunch of bikers like or, like, like bicyclists yeah. during some sort of race. And she got hit by a bike and it threw two other bikers into, like, oncoming traffic and three people died – yeah. And it's just like, yeah, wasn't that great? And she was like making a joke about it. Yeah. And uh, the taxi driver is just like looking at her in the rear view. The taxi driver didn't even say anything. Doesn't say a word, which is so good. And uh, yeah, she's like, okay. And that's when we get like the last scene of the camera zooming in on her as she reveals the stolen statue in her pants. And yep. it's like, okay, this is who this woman is. Uh, this is what's what's built her up into it, and and I guess that's what springboards us into future episodes. But anyway, that, that's that's enough summary. Why don't we talk about things that we liked and disliked? Uh, I will let you begin. My first like was the vibes, mm-hmm. the vibes of this show. It was like when she's like talking at you, like at the camera, and yeah, 
not like and like the other characters technically can't hear her i really like those kind of shows where it does that it just like Mm -hmm. adds another element i've always liked stuff like that um i really liked her character like yeah like the and the relationship with her and her sister i thought that was a good element to put in um i would say that i like the story but i like we technically don't really know the story yet besides like she's Mm-mm. an edgy girl who steals busts i will tell you it's, it's it was tough it was tough trying to theorize what i think is going to happen on exactly. this show but we'll, we'll get to that later but yeah no it, it the vibe of the show was 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 great Spot it was great on. yeah i mean that's probably why it has 100 percent on ron tomatoes probably probably um, i mean it looked it looked great too the shots were good the, yeah. you know the writing was was strong i like there was one thing that just like felt off about it with mm-hmm. me i can't really like put my finger on it it like i, I don't know i don't know if it was the writing or like just like the script but like I don't know how to put it. Did you have any dislikes? Uh, I mean, I my main dislike was that actually the the bus rodent. I I did not the I did not like rodent. that character. I don't like it when she's on his on her date with him like real quick, and she clearly doesn't want to be. He says, "I'm gonna go take a waz." Like, <laughs> who says that? What 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 are we doing here? Yeah, what I guess. I mean, the the part with the drunk girl i thought that was kind of pointless i don't think that really like i don't know it kind of i get the like added to her frustrations but yeah it seemed unnecessary Um, yeah that was sort of sort of unless unless the drunk girl comes back which i don't know if she does i don't think she does i doubt it no um was there anything you blatantly disliked you're besides what you couldn't put your finger on not really honestly you um, thought there was just something, something in the background yeah. that was, was vibing you, vibing yeah. you out, even though the vibe uh, you said was was strong, and I I would agree with you. Yeah, I, you know? all 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 in all, I really liked this show. I thought it was really right. funny. I can see why people like it a lot. I'm pre- I right. think it won a couple awards, if I'm not it won, mistaken. It won many many awards. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I get I get that. that. No no doubt in my mind why that for one. sure for um sure. i don't know that's all i got okay okay well i've got a couple more um you know other things that i liked i i thought the sweater scene with the with the um with the lone manager that that was i was like cracking up as soon as she like oh, yeah. lifts up her sweater and <laughs> you see you see that she doesn't have a shirt on under it it's like what are you, I, doing you know here? exactly you know exactly what she's doing though because she was she was she tells the man i'm really hot like can i get any can i i'll take water and she's like trying to cool down because she just ran from the bus station and you're like oh my god she she thought she had something on under it and now she doesn't and it just like immediately train wreck with this guy and she's denied her loan and it's just like oh my god i feel you feel so bad because like oh this is so silly of a situation but she just she just thought she had something on and she didn't. Which I, I, I was I was cracking up. And you know, the Obama scene, 
Oh, on. perfect. That's great. That's classic. That we didn't was... even talk about. It. We didn't even talk about it. But she, uh, she did. She did girl stuff to. She did girl stuff to Obama's speech. <laughs> that's what her boyfriend, and that's why they broke up. That's why they broke up. He said, "Oh, her boyfriend was like, what was he even talking about?" She says, "Uh, Iraq. Iraq." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "I'm done. Don't go chasing after me." And then he's like. And, it, and then he's like, he was talking about democracy. <laughs> and then he's walked out. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Obama, man. What a guy. Beautiful. What a guy. Like I said, the guy, the, the scene with the guy charging his phone, so good. Yeah. Um, that, that was probably, like, the most aesthetically pleasing scene, too, in a way. I agree. I like, agree. Just that shot of the guy, like, fumbling around all of this stuff. It just like mm-hmm. fit in perfectly. It's like perfectly organizing it. Like <laughs> I, I could feel myself like sitting down at the desk in the little cafe and you know computer, exactly. phone, other things. And he's just like neatly, neatly putting it together. And you're like, oh, oh, good. He's got an adapter so he can charge more things. I feel so good for him, even though I feel so bad for her uh, because uh, yeah, she she's not uh, making any money off of this man. But I I wonder to comment back on on your your confusion as to what you could what what you couldn't understand about what you disliked about do do you yeah. think it was do you think it was perhaps you know just because it was a a British show that was just like just different I, I it was definitely there's definitely a different T- style or yeah, tone like like a. It just felt like dull in a way, like mm. when there's like, I don't know if it's because it's British, but like, well, there's no, there's like no music. Yeah, that like that's that. It just it felt quiet in some points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, dull. It just like I couldn't tell if it like fit in good, like the quietness, or if it was like right. I don't know. I don't know if it was like its own way of good or right. I, I don't know. And I, it's it's it's. I mean, there's not too many shows like that. I mean, we've got The Office, we've got Parks and Rec, like, but those are mockumentary type of shows where it's supposed to be like people talking to the camera and everything. But like this show in particular, you really see like, oh, this is a you know, this is a British comedy. They're just so so different in the way that they edit them yeah. as opposed to an American sitcom. And, you know, it doesn't, it's not a bad thing by all means. It's no, just, it gives you, it, it, there's, there's something a little unsettling when you watch so many shows and you're used to there being like background filling noise, but you're like watching certain scenes and it's just hollow and there's no sound going on other than like little movements of little things. Yeah, And, you know, it's just a, um, it's just a different mindset and you know there's nothing wrong with that but i totally understand how that could make you feel like huh something is different. something i can't really put my hand put my put my you know put my finger on yep. yeah it's 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 different for sure that's all i got i don't have anything yeah anything further than that you um you want to go right on into theories do it all right This is the part of the show where Sean and I uh, sort of muse on the things that we believe are going to happen later on in the 
other 11 episodes of the show, as we know now that it's completed. Um, kind of tough in the theory department here. Yeah. But I have one. Theory. I will. I will. I will let you. I will let you go off the cuff. What do you got? This is the only one I got. And it's not very detailed, but I think she's just gonna keep stealing things. <laughs> okay. Not. <laughs> I think so. Hear me out. I'm just thinking of this now. But she stole the bust. Right. That's gonna cover some of the loan. She'll right. steal something else that's worth money. She'll just keep stealing stuff to cover her loan. Mm. Well, they, she doesn't have a loan, right? Or, she, or, she never got the loan. Or whatever or her to, bills co- are, To I cover, guess. like, the bills, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or just, like, survive. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know how that would become an award-winning show. Well, yeah, I, I think... If I'm being honest, we're, she's probably gonna be like this kind of, like a, a bad person. I mean, her name is Fleabag. Fleabag. Like it's not a, it's not a uh, exactly a positive connotation. Yeah. Uh, so she's probably gonna have to do some like sleazy <laughs> stuff, as in, I, and I say sleazy as in like stealing from her family is a thing that might be, you know, sleazy. give a reason to give somebody a title such as Fleabag. But um yeah, I I feel like we saw enough from watching the show that like she means well and she's really struggling with, you know, the death of her friend and her family being torn apart. She has a poor relationship with her, you know, sister. She doesn't have a good love life. She's got all these things that are building up and and making her this way. And, you know, on the inside, deep down, she's a good person. She gets the drunk girl and helps her get a cab. But she's, like, inherently missing something, and that might just drive her into doing all these bad things. So I, I certainly wouldn't be surprised if she, if she starts stealing stuff from her her family. Anyway, I am we most curious. I It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I I think I think we're at least going to get a scene where she's back with her original ex-boyfriend Harry or whatever. Yes. So the smart thing about the way that she interacts with the the camera is very often she'll like talk about she'll she'll mention to the audience this is about to happen. Like this yeah. thing. It's not she doesn't like comment on exactly what just happened. She says and and now this guy's gonna touch me touch my head or he's gonna give me a kiss and then like that thing happens um she says in the scene where her boyfriend breaks up he says to her like and don't come you know don't show up drunk in your underwear at my house and think that i that's gonna get you that's gonna get me back or whatever and she says to the camera like it will yes it will (laughs) so i'm like huh you know, is that a thing that's already happened or a thing that's going to happen later in the show? That was one key detail that I like latched onto and was actually able to make like a legitimate theory out of. But yep. do I care about this hairy guy? Not really. No. Do I wish there was like a scene where she meets Obama? Yeah, I do. <laughs> that'd be pretty good. That would be amazing. Anyway, my, my only other theory is I, I think she's – I think this coffee shop – thing is gonna be pretty central to the story and there's a part of me that thinks 
she's gonna like expand the coffee shop with her sister or something like that um you think her sister will get divorced and lose all of her money and they'll have to (laughs) and it'll have to be like two broke girls i i don't know i i think from what we saw of claire she seems to care about fleabag Uh, at least at least right when you know right when they're leaving she asks you know is everything okay do you want to go get a drink and fleabag naturally shuts her down but i think there i felt a sense of claire longing to want to help her sister and you know maybe by maybe it's by the end of the show but i just feel like it's going to get to the point where fleabag's just going to give in and accept help and i think claire's going to be the person to ultimately you know give her that help whether fleabag wants it to be claire or not claire's i think going to be there for her and claire has got the power of um having a name which means she's definitely going to be back in another episode yeah so definitely more more confident in her being an important character in fleabag's life than mm, bus rodent that's yeah give it give that some credit to bus rodent give that give that credit to bus rodent and his big old chompers <laughs> god his teeth were messed up anyway what do you before before we you know end this short short theory segment to go back on your your point of what she's gonna steal, what do you think she's gonna steal? Like, what 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 can you what can you see this this woman trying to steal? If she's gonna get bigger and bigger and steal more and more. Maybe let's she'll let, go let, back. Let's think about what she's gonna take. Maybe she'll go back to the house where she got the bust, and she'll steal more stuff. Like maybe there's maybe there's paintings, or maybe there's more valuables, and like probably. I don't know. So what's what's funny is is when she she knocks up for her dad who she hasn't talked to in a long time because yeah. her dad, since her dad got a divorce or whatever, uh, her dad explicitly says, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to call a cab for you and, uh, don't go upstairs. And then like immediately, as goes soon as upstairs. the dad walks away, goes upstairs. So maybe, yeah, maybe there's more hidden upstairs. Maybe the, uh, the crown jewels of England, nice fabric. Elizabeth is up there. Queen Elizabeth is up there locked in, in a cage and oh Fleabag's no. gonna help her out and FBI then right gonna, here she's gonna open a coffee shop with the queen <laughs> and it's gonna be great and they're gonna be successful <laughs> and everything's just gonna fall into place all the puzzle pieces that's what she needs she needs and the queen of england that. saved from a cage <laughs> i don't know if that's a I don't. I don't. Queen, if you're listening, and, Barack, and Barack Obama, runs Barack, if you're listening, and <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get the shirtless Barack pics. Uh, there's. She's gonna have a poster of Barack in her uh, in her apartment, and we're gonna see that. And it's just gonna be like, yeah, more Barack, more Barack content. That's what we're living for. <laughs> 2016 oh. England, Barack Obama always living on liz told me about that scene before i watched it and i was like well this should be interesting this is certainly going to be something and as soon as it like we as soon as we sat down and like the the millisecond i i forgot about it before we started watching it but the millisecond i start seeing obama talk i'm like oh yeah sean told me about this scene <laughs> and oh, they just man. do it right away it like goes right into it 
Hey, man. He does have a great voice, I will admit. Beautiful voice. Beautiful, beautiful voice. Anyway, I can't muse on this show anymore. I, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> she's she's going to hopefully get better uh, before she gets worse, but uh, I don't know. I feel bad for her. Watch episode two to find out. Watch more to find out. <laughs> Keep clicking that, that play <laughs> button. And you're going to find out what's going to go down. For our final segment, we'd like to discuss whether the show we watched, Fleabag, is ready for takeoff or crash landing. Ready for takeoff, meaning this show, going places, gets the ending it deserves, very well done, awards, etc. Crash landing, bad show, no bueno. Not going anywhere. But, John, as we've stated, this show got the ending it deserved. It is clearly clear takeoff. Yes, it has touched down on the landing strip. Everyone has already vacated the plane. It was grace. It was a graceful landing, I think. A graceful, graceful landing with many, many awards. Yes. Let's search up how many awards. Sure, sure, yeah. Give me those. Give me those vital stats. Anyway, I, I, I do, I do agree. Um, you know, even, even watching this, if I separate myself from knowing, because I thought it was still running, um, it's still clear for takeoff regardless because it's just a, a good brand of comedy that you know, I think, you know, it's, so it's super strong. I think every actor is, is very very good and i knew i was you know aware of how culturally important this show was that there's no way in in hell that this is a crash landing show but what do you got it sounds like you found some <laughs> it's i searched i googled how many awards has fleabag won and the result is at least seven wow so like why can't, could it, can't at least a, seven can't put a solid number on it but yeah. it's at least seven <laughs> That could I mean, be 35 awards, or it could be 8 awards. Exactly. 212 awards. Let's or, just stick with know, 64. 64. We'll take it. We'll take it. Impressive flea bag. Impressive flea bag. Uh, I think, I believe Phoebe Waller-Bridge is, is is doing something else now. Is she? Yeah, I. I she's got to be. I mean, she was so successful. Oh, I think she. It's, it looks like she's in Killing Eve. If you heard of that show, Killing Eve, it sounds familiar. I think it's one of those. Oh, and she was in Solo, like you said. She's in No Time to Die, that new James Bond movie. Oh, really? Oh, and she was in Broadchurch. I don't know if you watch Broadchurch. That was a good show. It was like a British uh, murder mystery. David Tennant. That's spicy. Spicy. Peter Waller Bridge. She's a good actress. She is. She's good. And and I, I wish her all success as she continues her continues her you know trajectory to, as being one of the best British comedian actors uh, that there are alive right now. I mean she's one. She, I, I watched the Golden Globes the other you know the other week with your brother and yeah. she was all over it, all over it, like everywhere to be seen. Good. And I was like I don't know who this woman is technically because i hadn't but really i like her 
heard too much about Fleabag before then, but you know, when you get all this buzz and all these awards, can't do anything other than just sit down and watch it for Pilot's Guide. Yes, sir. That is going to do it for another episode of the Pilot's Guide podcast. Thank yeah. you again for joining us. Uh, you know, a little bit of a shorter one today. Yeah. Uh, you know, tougher tougher to talk about this one for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe it's just uh, – maybe we were just mystified by the comedy and, you know, couldn't figure out. They, they, left, the, they left all the doors shut. We, we yeah. had no light, not even a creak, little crack of light to see what was coming next. But anyway – this show is clearly lauded for all sorts of good, good stuff, and uh, it was it was nice to be able to sit down and watch it with you, Sean. Yes, sir. So, um, if you would like to reach out to us, Sean, how can they? How can our audience find us? Our audience can find us on Twitter at Pilot's Guide Pod, and John and I's ats are in our bio. Our email is in our bio, Pilot's Guide Pod at gmail um that's about it we're available on all pod catcher software whatever one whatever one you use on your apple or android device uh if you would hop on over to uh, apple podcast drop us a five star give us a good review tell us how much you love the show and if there's anything that you'd be interested in us watching we'd be happy to take any suggestions yes sir Anyway, next week we will be watching the brand new. It will be within, you know, two days of it airing, yeah. three days of it airing. Uh, Hunters, a new show on Amazon Prime Television, which to show if I'm correct about hunting Nazis, I will read the uh, description of the show. Hunters, it's got Al Pacino in it, fresh off his role in The Irishman. Sean, did you watch The Irishman? I did not. Didn't have three out, three and a half hours of my life to give up. Me neither. <laughs> but hey, hey, that's fine. That's fine. I'm trying to get these these deets. Hunters, hunters. So. The plot of Hunters, it is a drama fresh off 2020. It's got a one season, soon to be released on the 21st of February. Nazi hunters discover hundreds of high-ranking Nazis officials in 1977 New York City, conspiring to create a Fourth Reich in the United States. The hunters set out to bring the Nazis to justice and thwart their new genocidal plans. So... I don't know what's going to happen, but there are some Nazis that will be brought to justice. I'm assuming that's going to be pretty spicy. Produced as, as by, I'm, produced by, do you know? Produced by Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. Did not know that. And starring Ted Mosby <laughs> from How I Met Your Mother. Beautiful. We'd love to see that. I'm pretty excited about this one. I, I think I think it might be fun. I If I recall... I believe your brother was interested in hopping on this pod, so maybe we'll do a uh, a three-headed monster next next week and get Let's get Angelo it. back on uh, back on a pod. Anyway, that's what we're gonna do next week, Sean. Yeah. Before we land this this craft, what were you thinking about in the shower recently, dude? What 
so like is there one thing in the world that everybody likes hmm not puppies it ain't puppies well there's one obvious answer which is oxygen but that's pretty good that's pretty good why is there not one universal food that can agree with everybody's taste buds like and it's like nutritious too like literally there's there's picky eaters that don't like like certain like healthy foods like there's people that will eat anything but there's not like that one food that like anyone can just like pop on their tongue and be like yum 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 and then, like, <laughs> i like this i like this idea like what are the, the most popular foods exactly like like there's always those weirdos that's like, i don't like chocolate mm-hmm. i think not like chocolate it's chocolate and then there's good. i gotta go gluten-free this is good wow this is such this is a spicy article so i i'm i'm on farmflavor.com oh no <laughs> the most popular food in the world this is an article Wow, written on my birthday. It's funny how that, that stuff happens sometimes. You're just like, what the, what the hell? 2012. 2012. This is an old article. Uh, can you guess what the number one most popular food in the world? Water? Circa ape. No, that's not food, Sean. That's a drink. That's the, all right, whatever. What? I, I, you got it. You got it. You got to name a food. You got to take a guess. You're not You're not going to get it. But it's not something that's super, super obscure. It's not like, no, 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 not that specific. Very broad, very broad. Bread. No, salad. What? I don't, I don't eat salad. I had salad for dinner, but can't say <laughs> I wanted to have salad for dinner. Here's that, here's that hot list for all the people that want to know. The top 12 foods in the world circa April 19th, 2012. Uh-oh. Number one, salad. Number two, chicken. Number yes. three, cheese. <laughs> all the cheeses. Go number five. four. Number four, rice. I felt pretty good about rice. I, love I was going to say, I, love I think rice. everybody might like, might like rice. That, yeah, that's fair enough. What's, your, what's number five? Tea. I, don't I guess. Like, I don't like I guess, tea. I guess this got drinks on it, so I, 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 sorry I came out. Yeah, here. yeah. Six was coffee. Seven was milk. Eight mm-hmm. was eggs. Like Nine. Egg. This is the curveball to end all curveballs. <laughs> Apples. Apple. Um, Apple, yeah, not strawberry. No, no. And then you got soup at 10, rounding out the top 10. <laughs> what kind of soup? Just says soup. Just says soup. The example, the picture, related recipes for this for this article. Creamy tomato basil soup. <laughs> at 11, we have yogurt. And at 12, probably because of gluten freedom, we've got bread. Blah. Blah. Bread. Bland bread. It's too spicy. We've got we've got an article from February fifth, <laughs> less than two weeks ago. The top one hundred most popular foods in the world. Go ahead, name all hundred. <laughs> okay, number one hundred lasagna. I'm gonna fast forward all the way to number one. The number one food in the world. <laughs> scrolling, scrolling. Fun fact, number uh, 62 was fudge. Still going. I thought thought it was spicy food. Number No, 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 any food. Number 51, shabu shabu. I don't know what that is. 
That's when you like, uh, it's like a Japanese dish. I don't know too much about it. Um, are you telling me I can't get the Go to number next one. Page. Next page, next page, next page, next page. I'm too excited. Too excited. This is the best content we've had in this entire episode. <laughs> 49 with spaghetti. Yes. 30, fish and chips. I don't know. 25, ceviche. 17, aquafol. Ah! <laughs> Jimmy's mom. <laughs> Judy. Uh, all right, here we go. The top 10 foods on this list from 2020, circa two, less than two weeks ago. Uh-oh. Uh, 10, sashimi. Sashimi. Nine, hamburger. Hamburger. Eight, dim sum. Yes. Seven, machi. Six, this is hilarious. Number nine, cheeseburger. Or number six, cheeseburger. Number nine, hamburger. So six (laughs) and nine. It's all about the cheese. It's all about the burger, baby. Top five, paella. Pretty big in the the, uh, Spanish and Latin American countries. Number four, tacos. Tacos. Number three, ramen. Never had it. Number two, sushi. And number one. Never had sushi either. Number one. Bread. Za, baby. Za. Of course. Yeah. The world loves Za. Yes. We love Za. Anyway, you can help yourself off this Better plane. ingredients. Better pizza. <laughs> to bring it James. full circle. I've had 40 pizzas in 30 days. Oh, my God. Uh, better pizza, better pizza, Papa Shacks. <laughs> anyway, help yourself off the uh, the plane. A flight attendant will scoot you out. Give you grab a mini kila, mini kila, and a uh, and a personal pan, courtesy <laughs> courtesy of the Pizza Hut, pizza, our sponsor. Pizza. <laughs> little C's, grab some little C's on the way out. And uh, please uh, fly with us again. And as always. Uh, when you come back and when we land, you may, as always, feel free to right roam about, about said cabin. cabin. Love y'all. We will see you next week with a brand brand new spanking fresh Amazon original spicy sandwich Nazi hunting. <laughs> good, good, good stuff. Hunters. Oh, uh, we shaking those cheese balls. Anyway, folks, we'll see you next week. More pilot's guide. Until then, ta da! Enjoy some za on us. Zah.